you may all be seated. If you'll turn in your Bibles to the book of Luke, our scripture reading will come from the book of Luke, chapter 2, verse 15 through 20. Luke chapter 2, verses 15 through 20. We'll begin reading, actually, from verse 8, in the account of the angelic announcement to the shepherds. And in Luke chapter 2, verse 8, it reads, In the same region there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flocks by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today in the city of David there has been born to you a Savior, that is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. When the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, Let us go straight to Bethlehem then, and see this thing which has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. So they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. When they had seen this, they made known the statement which was told them about this Christ. And all who heard it wondered at the things which they were told by the shepherds. But Mary, Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. The shepherds went back glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen just had been told them. Let's bow in a word of prayer together before we begin our study again. Our God, what a wondrous story to tell and to retell, to hear and to rehear the story of the birth of your Son. We pray, Father, that you, O Lord, would be honored and would open our hearts wide to your word that we might see great and mighty things which we do not yet know. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I don't know about you, but Christmas is here, and Christmas is one of the most exciting times of the year. And it is, to me, one of the most exciting times with friends and family, and I know today we have a number of children who are here, and they've joined us for this morning's worship, and as usually, we really enjoy hearing from them, and some of the things that, that might uh, interest them as well. And so this morning, as I shared with you, I always enjoy Christmas, it's always a very exciting time, and I want to hear if any of them, how many of you are normally in Sunday school, raise your hand, normally in Sunday school, you're normally in Sunday school, right? Well, today, I'd like to find out, first of all, in answer to the question, 
What excites you about Christmas? What are you most excited about when Christmas time comes? And I'd like to hear maybe from somebody who might be, let's say, in the fifth grade. Who's in the fifth grade? How many of you are in the fifth grade? Somebody in the fifth grade, would you like to share with us what excites you about Christmas? What are you most excited about? Would you like to raise your hand and tell us what are you most excited about? All right. Well, there's a volunteer. Decorating cookies. Oh, creating cookies. Well, thank you very much. And here's a little Ooh. gift for you for sharing. Well, somebody in the fourth grade. Who would be in the fourth grade? Oh, you know, your fifth graders had your chance. Somebody in the fourth grade. Who's in the fourth grade? Anybody in the fourth grade? There's somebody in the fourth grade. What excites you about Christmas? Presents. Presents. Well, I have one here for you, too. Somebody in the third grade? What excites you about Christmas? Who's in the third grade here? Somebody in the third grade? If not, we're going to give two second graders an opportunity to share. All right, there's somebody right there. What excites you about Christmas? Would you like to tell us? Decorating a Christmas tree. Decorating a Christmas tree. Well, that excites me too. Our family decorates a Christmas tree all together every year. And somebody in the second grade, who's in the second grade, would like to share? There you go. Oh. All right. What excites you about Christmas? Giving presents. Giving presents. Well, I like to give presents too. <laughs> somebody in the first grade? Anybody in the first grade would like to share? Oh, there's a first grader. What excites you about Christmas? Um, opening presents. Opening presents. Well, I hope you have a good time opening that one. Well, there are exciting times in Christmas, and I always enjoy Christmas because of the excitement that comes and the atmosphere that is here. One thing that our women's ministry had the opportunity of doing yesterday was preparing gifts for the soldiers in the field that minister through defending our country. And one soldier's testimony was this, and I'd like you to listen to it. I heard it on the radio just a few weeks ago. My favorite holiday memory took place while I was deployed for 15 months to Iraq. My daughter Hannah, she was in kindergarten and had no idea that I was coming home on leave. So I called her mother and I told her when I, would come, when I was coming in. And She said that Hannah would be in school, but she would let the teacher know that I would be there to surprise her and what time I would be there. And I'll never forget what happened when I arrived. The class had spent the whole morning talking about our country and the soldiers and the war. and They made flags for all the troops and wrote them letters. The local news group was there and... And all the children, they were telling about what they knew about the war. And when the teacher noticed me standing outside the door, she announced that she had a special surprise, and she brought me in. The look on her daughter's face was priceless. Her jaw just dropped and hit the floor, and I could tell that she didn't know what to do. She broke out into tears and ran and jumped into my arms, and we just both stood there sobbing in front of the cameras. It was a moment that, that I'll cherish for a lifetime. There are things in Christmas that surprise us, things in Christmas that excite us. Things that surprise us, maybe they might be not things that aren't so positive. Maybe you've seen an accident and that surprises you, or maybe it's a loss of a job, or sometimes a fire, or some other tragedy. But many things are good things that surprise us, that excite us, 
Maybe you've won a prize or sometimes someone wins a contest or maybe someone is engaged or expecting a child. Or maybe you might be surprised that the Seahawks actually made it to the playoffs. And if they did, it would be the talk of the town, wouldn't it? Well, that's what this passage here is about. Our message today will be about the perspective of the shepherds who were sitting out in a field one night, as it says in Luke chapter 2, verse 8. In the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the field and keeping watch over their flocks by night. And you can imagine them sitting there, perhaps chewing on a stalk of straw, just sitting around talking about mundane things, plain old shepherds who were watching their sheep. And then a flash of light in the sky, as we had read, an angel came and declared to them that today, a day, a night, there had been born to them a Savior. And then after the announcement, a whole host of angels Come, and they say, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men among whom He is pleased. In verse 9, it says that they were terribly frightened. You can imagine to yourself, if you were sitting out there in the dark of night with the shining stars out there, and suddenly a flash of light comes, and an angel speaks, you would be scared as well. But this is what happened. Because in that excitement that they had, they received a message and they sang and they went to Bethlehem. And it is just as we sing that song, the first Noel. How many of you children know, what does Noel mean? Does any of you children know what Noel means? Well, it's a French word and it means Christmas. The first Noel, the angels did say, was to what? Certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay, in fields where they lay, tending their sheep on a cold winter's night that was so deep. Noel, 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 born is the king of Israel. That, uh, that angel suddenly appeared to the shepherds and announced the birth of Christ who came. Now why was it such a strange thing to these shepherds? Well, not only do angels not make announcements like that. God had been silent for so many years. Four hundred years had God not spoken. And now there was an announcement. And to shepherds, shepherds of all people. Now, why was that such a surprise? Well, it was because of who shepherds were in that society. Being a shepherd, you see, was one of the most perhaps common but unappreciated professions one could be involved in. They were common laborers in Jewish society. It wasn't illegal to be a shepherd. In fact, some of the most well-known people in the Bible were shepherds. Abraham and David and Moses, they were all shepherds or keepers of livestock. But a shepherd in that society took care of menial tasks, small jobs. They were generally not very well educated. They were poorly paid. They were not very skilled oftentimes because being a shepherd didn't require a whole lot of training. And oftentimes being a shepherd would be a job that you would give to a child. If they were starting off and working for the family and the family had livestock, well, you would send your children to watch the sheep. And in Jewish society at that time, on the social ladder of 
of what types of professions you could be involved with it was one of the lowest because they had to care for sheep every week in fact the only other people who were lower than a shepherd on the social ladder in Jewish history were those who well they had leprosy so to be a shepherd was something that wasn't very well respected they had to they had to work some 7 days a week and because of that they weren't able to keep all of the laws that the pharisees had given to the people and so they were despised many times many times they were considered dishonest or people who were unreliable oftentimes they were suspected of doing things that were illegal and even in the mishnah which is the jewish commentary on the bible they were considered thieves and they didn't have the rights that the everyday person would have such as being able to testify in the courts as a shepherd and so you wouldn't aspire you wouldn't say mom dad i want to grow up to be a shepherd people wouldn't say that and that's why it was such a surprise that the angels came to shepherds after all if you had an announcement and you wanted to let people know about something that was going to impact the entire world whom would you go to maybe the local mayor maybe the governor maybe the press or some herald who would say what the good news was but god chose to make his announcement to shepherds and god did so i believe because they were a humble class of people they were people who knew of their need and they were sensitive because they knew their sin and you can tell by the response of these shepherds to god speaking to them in luke 5:32 jesus said that he himself came to call not the righteous but sinners to repentance and that is why i believe god came to those shepherds And so today we look at the shepherds response. What did they do when they heard the announcement? What did they see and what did they say? And what was the impact of their message and what was the response that they had? The first we find in verse 15. For they said, "Let us go straight to Bethlehem and see this thing which has happened to us which the Lord has made known to us." You see there was no objection, no debate. They all agreed and you see they all said let's go to Bethlehem. Now Bethlehem sits on a ridge and scholars who were looked at the topography thought well it's perhaps about 2 miles away. Or maybe a 40 minute walk away and you could imagine these shepherds in their excitement talking about what they had seen and what they hoped to see when they got to Bethlehem about what the angels did and what it meant. For they had been looking forward to all of the Jews been looking forward to a savior for so many years. And you can be sure that's what filled their hearts and their mind and their conversation. You see when someone hears and sees exciting news, something that is life changing, they tell others, they take action, they do something about what they have heard. They go check it out and verse 16 says they came in a hurry in their excitement enthusiasm which is what that word communicates 
that they came in a hurry and that's a lesson for us as well you see when we hear the word of God and it is good news we don't simply say well that's a nice story Gabriel I think I'll sleep on it or that's certainly good music you angels make you know I feel good now I'm going to take a nap no you say you know what God has spoken and we are going to go and see and do something about what we've heard God spoke and they took action and you can imagine them when they arrived in Bethlehem they probably knocked on the different doors of the various inns was there a baby born here tonight did anyone hear of a baby born do you have a young mother or father there in some place staying with you they went and searched for the baby and then verse 17 tells us of their testimony when they had seen this they made known the statement which had been told to them about the child God spoke they took action and they saw and then they spoke you can imagine them gathering around Mary and Joseph and pushing each other aside perhaps to see the baby and to tell Mary and Joseph what had happened and to tell about what, had, what the angels had said to them asking them if they had known perhaps each having their own separate perspective and telling them all about this and then after they had seen the baby they went and told others they went and told others complete strangers did you hear did you hear what God has spoken to us the news of, of a savior being born did you hear I remember when I heard that message when I was about 11 years old I was a boy and I heard the news in Sunday school that God had a place called heaven. And there he had rewards to all who had placed their faith and their trust in him. That Jesus had come because I was a sinner, I had done things wrong. And because he had come, he had died on the cross for my sins so I could be forgiven and have a pure heart and life that I might have eternal life. I didn't know what to think of that until I went to junior church later on and we were singing some songs and there was a man who stood up there and he told us and he was an older gentleman and he told us that he used to cry as a little boy he used to cry because he was afraid he was going to go to hell but now he doesn't cry anymore he told us because he has eternal life he had received Jesus as his personal Lord and Savior. I remember hearing that message and thinking to myself, I don't want to cry either when I get older. I want eternal life and reward. I want to have a pure heart. I know I've done things wrong. I know I need forgiveness and I know I need to be saved. And so after church that day, I went home and knelt by my bed and asked Jesus to forgive me for my sins, to help me turn from living my own way in repentance and to living the life that God would have for me, asking him to save me from my sins. And that is the same message that is given to all of us. That is the same message of Christmas that God extends that free gift of eternal life to anyone who would come to him. And yet, that isn't where the story stopped. 
not just hearing and receiving the message. Immediately in my own heart, I wanted to tell my friends. And so on the playground when I was a kid, I would talk to my friends about Christ, inviting them to church, asking them, do you believe in God? They began to sometimes come and visit. That is what these shepherds did, you see, because there is no more exciting story than the story of a risen Savior who came, who was born for us. I think to myself about the exciting times I've had, and many times as a pastor to share the story of Jesus and why He came, the story of the Gospel, the power of salvation, how it would come. I can still remember that first time when somebody came to me during a camp. It was at night and he said, you know what? I want to receive Christ as my Savior. Would you help me? And I was just a teenager at that time, but we prayed together inside of that cabin. And that young man is serving the Lord right now still. And I can think to myself, even as I grew older, how I was able to share the gospel. And when you see someone come to know the Savior, that is joy. Because you know that now they have the gift that God has come to give. The gift of eternal life. The gift of salvation. The gift of forgiveness of sins that we might live. To see children in Uganda or Mexico raise their hand or go back to the back. To receive Christ as Savior. The scriptures say in Luke 15, 7 that there is joy in heaven when someone turns their life over to Jesus. And so we have a message to tell, just as these shepherds did. They saw, they took action, they witnessed the birth, and they told the message of the gospel. And what was their effect, as we see here? There are two groups that heard about the message of what the shepherds had to say. The first group was the masses. For it says in verse 18... All who heard it wondered at the things which they were told by the shepherds. The scriptures say they wondered, or they marveled, or some versions of they were amazed, or they were filled with wonder. That is the word there. There was a stir in the crowd. The crowds were talking about it. They heard the news. It was the talk of the town, perhaps. But no one, no one, it says, necessarily Change. There was no, perhaps, change of heart among the masses. They weren't ruling out and rushing to see Mary and Joseph. But Mary, Mary, on the other hand, it says, treasured all of these things, pondering them in her heart. There were many questions a young mother, a young teenage mother would have had. I'm bearing the Son of God? How will it be different? How will I raise this child? Should I tell people what has been prophesied about my child? Will that put him in danger? One thing is for certain. She knew she had a special child. So we sing about that song, One Small Child. In a land of a thousand, one small dream of a Savior tonight. One small hand reaching out to the starlight. One small savior of life that small child was born to Mary and she pondered deeply about the implications and so the shepherds did they heard the angels and they took action 
They saw and they told their testimony. The response of the people was of wonderment, but of Mary, it says, in contrast, pondered these things in her heart. And lastly, the shepherds themselves were changed. For it says in verse 20, they went back glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen just has been told to them. That is the spirit of Christmas. The spirit of Christmas isn't about the gifts or it isn't about the tree. It's not about the parties or the food or the vacations that we may take. It is not about just simply time off. And that is not a bad thing to spend time with families or gifts or the celebrations that we have. But all of those can overshadow what the spirit of Christmas is really about. It is about what these shepherds did. And that is worship. Worship is the spirit of Christmas. When we see and hear and embrace the Savior and worship God for what He has done for someone who was born on that day 2,000 years ago to die for your sins and for mine. That night, you see, was a night unlike any other in history. That first Noel, that first Christmas, the angels did say to shepherds was a transformational time for them. When God became flesh and He was born in a lowly stable, laid in a manger, and the shepherds believed the word of God, as the angels had testified to them, and they responded in obedience in testifying of what they had seen so that others would know. And we too, when we hear the word of God and the story once again, my hope is that this season you will choose, you will choose to tell others about the story of Christ so that they might have life and life everlasting. And you and I can bow in worship to the truth of the Word of God. For we treasure these things in our heart as well. Let's pray. Our God in heaven, how great you are. As you have revealed, Lord, to the shepherds, the news of your Son, may we respond in worship and in testifying of your grace for a night in which your son was born was a night in which we, O oh Lord, remember that we praise you and worship you for it is because of him we have life. In Jesus' name.